It is a beautiful day to apply some logic and confess the truth. I'm Megan Steele, and this is Confessions of a School Nurse. Part 2 of Episode 4 begins now. All right. My profile was loaded, um, and I, I posted, and so now I can join the different chat groups and clubs as well as ask questions. I can also get friends and private message them as well. And guess what? If a parent walks in the room, you just tap the exit button three quick times and it all goes away. It literally disappears off the screen. Yes, let me repeat that so you know as a parent. If your child is on the Trevor Project and you walk in a room or you walk down the hallway, they hear you, whatever, they literally just have to hit the exit button three times quickly in a row and instantaneously it's gone. It also works on their phone. If they uh, have the Trevor Project um, doesn't have an app for Android phones, I'm not so certain about iPhones, but on an Android phone, you just go to their website and you can be looking, you can be chatting, you can be logged into Trevor Space and up someone comes by, you just quickly tap your screen three times and boom, up pops a Google search engine site. And parents you would never know, right? Because you, you glance over and you see, oh, they're just Googling something. When in reality, they're communicating with potential perpetrators. Go go to the Trevor Project and the first thing you will see on the website, just it's trevorproject.com. Um, and the first thing, it's this little thing that pops up and it tells you how to quick exit. So it's obvious. It's obvious that they want everything hidden. And, and this, they say, is for the children's safety. But my argument, my other side of this is that they really care that someone is suicidal. They would be willing to call everyone possible to get the child help. That may be applying logic or a lot of logic, but if I had somebody call a hotline that was active in suicide, I'm going to be doing everything possible instead of just worrying about how they can hide and conceal what's going on in their life from those that, that really care about them. But I guess, um, you know, do not apply logic. If, if I haven't scared you enough from the chats and from the Trevor space, let's just, you know, engage in some of the conversations that are occurring in the chat rooms because I'm um, able to do so. So if you're not watching, I have some of the screenshots of the chat forums on the screen. And the first one is really dealing with the social lounge forums. And this is just where you can get to know other people. Um, because I said that I was under 18 when I created my profile, notice under the finding friends, it has a connections that says under 18 only. And it was interesting because as I was going through and really looking at different people and different things, um, it would say that they were under age 18 but it doesn't stop you from communicating with them. So you really could be a 24 year old communicating with this 13 year old, or you could be a 40 year old perpetrator attempting to lure your next victim that, you know, might be 10 because nobody's verifying anything. It's horrific, isn't it? But, um, I decided that I would uh, click on the Finding Friends Forum because I was lonely, confused in a complicated relationship. So um, 
my Finding Friends forum, as you can see online, it had different uh, questions like looking for friends age 14 to 16. I'm an 18 year old female that's non-binary that needs friends. Tall peoples, uh, PPLZ means peoples. I'm a self matchmaker, but here's one that's concerning. GF for sale. That doesn't mean gluten free. That means girlfriend for sale. She's 15 plus. Hmm. Human trafficking, maybe. All right. I went back to the forums because I was disgusted and chills up my spine and everything else. Like I, I, it was gross. So I went to the support and advice forums column. And on there, it talks about mental health. It talks about coming out. It talks about friends and family and relationships. And it also has a section about orientation and sexual uh, orientation, gender and general advice. I decided why not just be discussed about even more. Let's click on the sexual orientation forum. And there are there's thousands of pages of these questions and these forums and you can go back back like there's over 2000 pages in some of these forums and page after page after page is just sadness. It's just, it's pure sadness. Um, but some of these questions that, that I have on screen are let's name some quote under the ground end quote identities. Introduce me to your sexuality. Labels are hard. Can I just identify as queer? A guide to different orientations for confused people. How old were you when you realized you liked the same gender? Pretty frightening what our children are getting involved in, isn't it? I don't know about you, but this is gut-wrenching. This sends shivers down my spine. Children can be so easily groomed and manipulated and abused by simply visiting a quote, safe website. The Trevor Project has mastered the art of affirming delusions. They have created a safe place that they think is safe where all perceptions are truth and reality and anyone that goes against them should be shut out. They are the bigots. The horrificness doesn't stop here. It like I, I it, it just doesn't stop. It just keeps going and going and going. And so under their resources tab, children are referred to the guide called Coming Out, a handbook for LGBTQ young people. Um, I have posted this uh, guidebook to my website because I want you as parents to look at it, to see, to read. Teachers, you need to look at this because children are asking you these questions that it tells them to. They're, they're gauging where you are with things. And if you're not speaking the truth, if you're not understanding what they're doing, they're just going to continue to go down their delusional, their delusional road. But um, the, the biggest concerning thing is here is that it bypasses all state laws and, and really lies to them. Um, this handbook keeps referring to, to young people um, and young people, when you go after children, that's breaking the law. And, and so maybe that's applying some logic, but, but here we go with the handbook. 
right off the bat, the second sentence, second sentence in this guide states, and I quote, we will work together to explore your identity. No, I don't need you working with my child. I don't. I don't need you working together with them. Okay, sorry. Let me go back to the quote. We will work together to explore your identity, what it might be like to share your identity with others and provide you with tools and guiding questions to help you think about what coming out means to you. And a few sentences later, the guidebook states, no one else is entitled to information around your identities if you do not want them to know. Excuse me, not true. No, this is not true. The alphabet pronouns will advocate and say FERPA exists for the students. That's not true. Children that are minors, their parents have a legal right to know until they're age 18 or they're an emancipated minor. But um, you, as the parent, you have a right to their academic records. You have a right to know what parent, what teachers are calling your children, and you have a right to stop that. Another interesting item in this guidebook, as well as all over the website, is the word deserve. They are very convincing to children that they deserve to feel the way they do. This is false and delusional. No one just gets to wake up today and deserve something. Because if that's the case, I deserve to be president. I deserve to be skinny. I deserve to have a million dollars. I deserve to have no student loan debt. I could go on and on and on about what I deserve. But that's what this website does. It assures and affirms to students and young children that they deserve something. This guidebook continues by discussing the topics noted in Trevor Space, which were the gender identity expression, blah, 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 blah. Um, again, I posted this guidebook so that you, you could learn. Um, and each section of this guidebook specifically uh, talks about, about what they feel it is. And then it gives them a picture of where they can mark about where they feel. So I have on the screen right now the gender identity picture. Let's let's just take a moment. Let's soak it all in. Right. It's a beautiful mix of colors. Beautiful mix of the rainbow. And then there's these words. Boy, man, girl, woman non-binary, agender and genderless. And, and you know, you just mark in wherever color, wherever you feel like. And you know, if tomorrow, if tomorrow you don't feel the same and you feel somewhere else, it's okay, just mark it there. Because the guidebook says your identity may shift fluidly or stay the same. All experiences are welcome here. And then it continues by saying, if you are not currently able to express your gender the way that you wish you could, we stand with you. So essentially, come here. Come here, all you lonely children that you think you are weird. We will accept you. We will love you. That's what this website's telling them. Under the sexual orientation section, the guidebook says that it is, quote, 
very normal to find ourselves questioning our sexual orientation. And it continues, despite what we may have been taught, attraction can look so many amazing, unique ways. And your sexual orientation is real and legitimate no matter what. Let me just let that resonate on you. Your sexual orientation is real and legitimate no matter what. Hmm. Beginning on page 14, the book begins to offer questions and statements that children can ask so they can come out. It gives advice on planning ahead, how to test the waters. It specifically wants a child to make note of a person's words and how they want to come out. So they may have the child like ask a question like, how do you feel about, you know, these LGBTQ people? And then they want them to observe, do they put them down? Do they invoke stereotypes? Do they get angry? They want these kids to make note of all of this. The book also talks about safety plans. And while, again, I can get on board with safety and self-harm and needing to have a plan, um, I have a massive problem of a 40-hour trained volunteer or some guidebook specifically stating that they have my child's back and will always be there for them. Because on page 17 of the guidebook, it also discusses healthy relationships. And I was thinking, finally, I'm getting to the end of this. Maybe here's some actual like logic and truth. But I was quickly reminded that truth is rejected in chaos and confusion. Um, their document on page 17 states, consent to engage in sexual, physical, and or romantic intimacy is extremely important and must be enthusiastically and freely given by each person. You always have the right to say no or to stop an intimate experience, no matter the reason, no matter if you've been intimate with that person before, and no matter if you consented to another behavior earlier. This goes for the person slash people you are being intimate with as well. Everyone must consent. Now, I agree. Absolutely. Everyone must consent. But remember, this guidebook, this guidebook is for young people ages 13 to 24. But here is what is not said in this guidebook. Minors cannot consent. Minors cannot consent. They cannot consent to any activity. It is rape. It is molestation. It is abuse. In the state of Kansas, anyone under the age of 14 is considered a child. And anyone under the age of 17 can't, cannot consent. This means that if you are 18 and you like a 16-year-old, it doesn't matter. They can't consent. If you're 24 and you think this 13-year-old is hot, it's disgusting. That's pedophilia. That's, that's rape. That's molestation. But according to this handbook, you just, you just need consent. Seriously. Like, like I, 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 I don't even know how to put into words how frustrating this is. Because these are things that I, as a school nurse, am supposed to promote to students. And I will not promote evil. Perhaps 
Maybe perhaps the Trevor Project should apply some logic here and discuss the truth, right? They, they should be discussing grooming. They should be discussing human trafficking. They should be discussing molestation, rape, abuse, pedophilia, anxiety, depression, gender dysphoria, and et cetera. The list could go on. There are so many good things that the Trevor Project could do, but they're neglecting. All right. It gets worse. I, I, I'm really serious on this. Um, we explored their website. We, we looked at their guidebooks. We've chatted. We've developed Trevor Space. But now it's time to do one final thing. And that was to make a phone call to their hotline. Knowing that I would get too angry and like scream and yell, um, I recruited a little bit of help. So here's how that went. Hi, and welcome to Confessions of a School Nurse. I've got my daughter, Jaylen, here. Hi, everybody. I'm really excited to be joining you today. Great. I am, too. Uh, we've been discussing the Trevor Project, and Jaylen is actually going to pretend that she is a 16-year-old that was uh, born, born, born of female, but is questioning whether or not they want to be a male. Okay, and your, so your male name is going to be Z. So Z-E-E, -E, Z-E, we'll just go with the Z-E, it's a lot easier to spell. Z-E, okay, okay, so, so Z-E is 16, right? Yes. Okay, and you have not come out to your parents yet. No, I have not. They're religious and I am afraid to do so. Okay, so we are going to call into the Trevor Project, right, um, and, and see how this goes. So, let me see. You ready? I am. I'm a little nervous because I don't know what to expect, but I also know what to expect. So, okay. so if it goes bad, we'll just hang up and we can redo. Redo. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're glad you called Trevor Lifeline. If this is a life-threatening emergency, please dial nine one one. This call may be recorded to improve our services. questioning a bunch of things and from the looks at your website I feel like y'all could really help me out. Yeah, well but you called in today and I'd be happy to support you. Um can you tell me your name please tell me Yeah um well right now I feel like my name is Z. Great. Um yeah thank you for sharing your name with me. Um, I'm 16. All right. And please, um, what city and state are you calling from? Um, I'm from Kansas. I'm just kind of in the Midwest. All right. And um, would you mind sharing with me the city that you're calling from? Uh, Kansas City. Tell me a little more about what you'd like to discuss. 
Yeah, well, I was uh, born a female, but recently I've just been kind of questioning some things. Um, I really feel like I was born a male, but in a female body. Um, and so I want to tell my parents, but I'm really scared to, because they're very religious people. And, um, you know, my dad, he, he's always like, oh, you know, gays and lesbians are all bad. And then my mom just like tells me that they just go to hell. And I'm really scared to tell them that that's how I feel. school and he was a male um, but now she's a female and he she's just seemed so much more happier and I feel like if I were to express these feelings I would be a lot more happier Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know that like that's true if it will help me feel better about myself? parents are always like oh well you know as a girl you should be wearing dresses or skirts or um when I went to prom I wanted to wear a suit and they were like you cannot wear a suit you have to wear a dress and I just feel if I was able to identify as my true self um it would be easier on me Yeah, and 
I honestly don't even know where to start with that. Like, um, I don't want my parents to know that I am looking into this stuff. So where, I mean, I feel like y'all could help me with that in finding resources. Yeah, um, what is that? Uh, well, yeah, so in addition to um, the, the Trevor Project resources on our website that um, maybe you have spoken to a little bit, um, there's one resource that's not like affiliated with Trevor, but that sometimes we share. Um, and it's called um, Transgender Teen Survival Guide, and you can find it at yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look into that. Um, will they be able to give me, like, more information on just the transitioning process? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, um, kind of, like, blog posts and different posts on there about different ways to transition. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah and how that process can look different. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, like, wanting to like start like the hormone therapy just to um I don't know like would they be able to help me with that or can you help me with that like do do you think the doctor if i were to go by myself would they be able to like start me on it so um i think that for um stuff like that your doctor will probably want to talk you through like um what the process is like and what the risk might be and stuff like that um so I guess one of my yeah one of my main concerns is my parents finding out if I were to go to like this doctor would they tell my parents or are there doctors in the United States that would not tell my parents Yeah, no. Uh, um, oh, by the way, um, before we go on here, um, I did just want to take a second to check in on your safety. Um, are you thinking about killing yourself? Uh, no, not at the moment. Um, I feel like if I were to come out, I might be a little bit different to my parents, especially. based on their reactions that might have, um, yeah, definitely. Like an effect on you? Yeah, I think, I mean, I want them to love me and, you know, accept me. I just don't know how, if, when I were to announce this, how they would feel. And I feel like if they just take it bad, I would have a negative effect on 
me. Yeah, it makes sense that that would be really tough and probably upsetting if um, they didn't keep that well. Um, yeah. Have you thought about suicide before? Um, no, I just have never really thought about it. But I mean, it's crossing my mind a little bit more as I want to start these processes and, you know, telling my parents. It, I definitely thought about it a little bit more. know like I really want to talk to them about you know starting hormones but I feel like with that they would just like be like oh no you, you cannot do that I, don't, I mean I don't want to I, I hear people talking about these like camps and I don't want to be sent to one of those mm. um, yeah that could definitely be harmful if you were like sent away for that kind of thing um, yeah that's why I'm like I'm no, please go ahead. Oh, yeah, go on. Well, I just like, that's where I feel like I get really, really scared is like telling my parents um, and then just sending me to one of these things because I personally want to start these hormones to, you know, feel more accepted in um, today. Yeah, well, um, I have younger siblings and, you know, they've always known me as a girl, but if I were to start hormone therapy, like, what would they think? Like, are they going to think I'm boy? Are they going to, you know, call me by the name I want to be called? Or are they just going to use um, my old name? Yeah, um, well, I guess I, that's why I, I, why I told you my name was Z, because that's what I want to be called as. Um, do you think if I were to tell my parents um, that I want to start these hormone therapies and identify as a boy and they send me to one of these camps, is it, like, I think it's bad. Like, do you know if it's bad? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that um, being in an environment where your gender identity is constantly being invalidated, um, I imagine it's, or yeah, like I think that's pretty hurtful. Yeah, well, I'm glad you think um, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering, um, are there like other people in your community um, who've been subject to that experience? Do you think that's something that your parents would like to hear? Yeah, um, I had this old friend at um, my church, and he was sent to one of these camps, and 
I mean, that was a year ago, and I still haven't seen him. So his parents just say he's getting help, but I honestly don't think he's getting help. Well, I'm glad that, like, you're telling me my feelings are validated because I'm honestly not getting that anywhere else. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that because you deserve to have support in your life as you navigate this stuff. Yeah. Uh, are there uh, other people who in your life, um, at school or in your community, who support you in this? Yeah, um, I have, know about what's going on? yeah, I have a few friends, um, at my high school that, um, are, have transitioned, and, you know, they kind of let me know that it is okay to have these feelings, but, again, it's not, like, a lot of people, it's only two people, so, um, it's nice to hear another voice saying the same thing they are. Yeah, that's, um, you know, you certainly don't have the majority of support there. It's only a small number of people. Um, let's see, I'm just, um, I'm asking a little bit the team um, with what you were wondering about talking to your doctor. Uh, yeah, I really, like, don't want my parents to know until I'm ready to tell them. So, I mean, like, if I can already, like, start that, I feel like that would be kind of, like, a push that they have to, you know, follow it. Oh. Um, one thing that's coming to mind is, um, you know, it sounds like you're um, interested in going out to your parents, um, your family, and also, um, like, if you start transitioning, um, then probably at some point, like, they'll, you'll, like, have that conversation with them at any rate, right? Yeah. Um, so how would you feel about us doing a little bit of planning for how to handle that conversation if it, um, like, doesn't go the way that you want? Yeah, um, my parents just got back home. Um, can I give y'all a call back? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you can certainly give us a call back. Um, it might not be me who answers, but we're all trained to help support you. Okay, I gotta go. Um, Bye. And see, I really... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> I was expecting them not to be well-trained, but just the and the hmm over and over again it made me feel so much worse for kids that are like calling these hotlines because that didn't help me at all and I'm not even questioning so I don't even know how you feel okay so let's 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 um first of all wow thank you fantastic <laughs> I'm so proud of you wow you you 
Man. Good Thank job. you. <laughs> I've learned well. Okay. So, um, I did like the fact that when we... I like the 911 yeah, aspect. I, like I was that. not expecting I that. I was not either. Um, I was really expecting them to answer the phone and be like, are you like, just kind of start off with those questions. So, I was really... I was like appreciated for that fact, but I also was like kind of interested like that. Yeah. Well, and again, I find it interesting. They want your name, your age in the city and state in which you live. So when I chatted with them, they, I got away with just saying I lived in Kansas. I didn't have, they didn't pressure me. She was very specific about where I was from. But I feel like that. For a couple, like the people online, one of the um, counselors, you know, in quotes here, uh, one of them told me that they needed it so they could help provide resources. She never gave you a resource in the Kansas City area. No, she didn't. I mean, and I was really expecting her only resource for you was the Trevor space. So I'm I'm interested. I'm interested in the other one because it, it seems more like, a partner organization they're just not going to say it right which through some of the research i've done i haven't necessarily discovered that connection so i think it's something definitely to look at moving forward um because that's the she's the only one out of the three that have given me a, a resource outside of the trevor project all of them have said to be you know use the resources in trevor project as well as trevor space yeah um I mean, it was interesting that she gave that resource because I feel like she's like, we really like, we can't do anything here, but you know, this like, is it because Trevor's project, like, that's not what they do? Or I was, that was, I mean, questions I can't answer until I look into it, but it was interesting. I, the, um, a lot, the, um, and the, mm, mm, like mm. after every question I asked she said that yeah and she did a very trained counselor thing of repeating back what you said Mm -hmm. which I didn't mind because I know that that's a counselor it's a technique yeah uh what I did find it interesting that she immediately paused and would cut you off during conversation Mm -hmm. which was not appropriate you always want your person to finish their thoughts I also found it interesting that she like changed the conversation immediately right back to safety. A- again, Trevor Project is founded on on the whole suicide issue. So I guess part of me is glad they're looking at that. And perhaps maybe we need to explore really what they do for resources for these people uh, that really are active. Um, I know from my chats, you know, in, in that they focus uh, more on if you have a plan and when you want to do this and that kind of thing, because those are more indicative of, of people being an active suicide. But um, I was, the fact she laughed at the camps. Yeah. I was like, when I said, I really was not expecting the conversation to go there whatsoever, but it was just kind of a prime opportunity to say that. I was like, and she laughed. I was like, oh my gosh. like, And she laughed twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know, like, <laughs> it's all you can do is laugh because it's like, what do you like say in that yeah, moment? Like, I, I don't. Oh, and she said that's something about people invalidating you. No, I, 
the never I mean she completely validated what oh it was feeling. like oh you are supposed to feel this like this is normal she didn't, yeah and didn't even question like if there was something else going on like do I feel this way just because society is this way or is there other issues and right. did she, she just never like, even but it, you know what they're counseling yes <laughs> um yeah wow uh and then the whole doctor thing i know that every state has different laws um and even states i mean there's states where school nurses are giving hormones to kids without their Mm -hmm. parents permission at age 12. uh not this nurse no 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 no. will not you know that i know that um and i think that if i was the nurse of a doctor who was treating a minor and they didn't get consent from the parent, I would be calling that parent because I think it would be odd Mm -hmm. to start such a drastic thing. Um, And again, there's no confidentiality there because you're a minor. I don't, I'm not so sure on every state law though. I think that would be different. Yeah. Well, I was, which she, I mentioned the Kansas thing and the doctor thing. She was like, Oh, well, let me check with my team. I found that really interesting. Like, to me as a counselor, you should know, like you should be able to help me in this instant. Oh yeah, counselor. Yes, but she just, like she didn't know some of these answers, like she didn't check with people. And so who is she yes. checking with is my question. Yes. And um, if she gave you false information and then you went and acted out on that. Yeah, yeah. That could have been detrimental. It really, it, I mean, it probably has been um, kids' life. And I was, that's where I was just kind of like, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting that she was just like, oh, I have to check with my team. Well, who's your team? Like, yeah, that's definitely something to, to look at. I think I was really caught off guard by how unprepared she was. <laughs> and, you know, we keep using she, she may be a she, but actually identify as, as a he or a me, near. Yeah. Z, 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 whatever. The alphabet pronouns. Um, and you know what? Maybe she really, truly is a good human just trying to help others. Yeah, and you know, when I you can don't, just... when you affirm the delusions, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, I'm still so in shock by the conversation. Like, there's no. I just can't believe she laughed not once, but twice at the camps. Yeah. The, uh, well, I'm just shocked that she was Conversion like... therapy camps. Oh, my word. I'm just still shocked that it was, it, I knew how much in my face this conversation was going to be, but I also didn't. Like, I was expecting them to, you know, affirm what I was believing and all this stuff, but I wasn't expecting some of the things she said to say. Well, I guess I kind of was only because I chatted. You've chatted. I have not chatted. you have not read that. No. You've not listened to the podcast. No. So you don't know that, I've listened so. to the podcast. <laughs> well, not this kind. This one, yeah. So. Okay, well, um... I, that's what your children are getting. Uh, they are getting counselors who are very well trained in affirming their delusions mm-hmm. and providing, I don't, I mean, maybe a resource or so and laughing about, um, things and saying, um, a lot. So I guess if you want your kids hearing that. Go ahead and give the Trevor Project hotline a call. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but. <laughs> oh, me either. But 
Thank you. Thank so you. Much I really for, enjoyed it. So. For helping me, yeah. and I look forward to collaboration on further future projects. Anytime. So. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Do you like that? It's funny, you know. Um, I know in the recording you really couldn't hear the counselor laugh whenever we talked about the camps, um, but she did. She she chuckled at it uh, not once but twice. And um, when when truth is rejected, confu confusion and chaos will thrive. When truth is rejected, confusion and chaos thrive. So my challenge for you this week is kind of, you know, take a look at this Trevor project because I firmly believe that you have to be educated so that way you can better speak truth to those that that need it. So educate yourself on what's what's there. Take a look at the dictionary on my website, see what these words are. I know you've you've heard kids talk about them, but but now you'll know what it really means. Um Take a look at the guidebook. I also put that on my website. And then block this website from every electronic in your home and go to your school. Demand that this website be blocked. Demand that it be blocked. And if you see children on it, tell them to get off of it and notify their parents. You have every right to do that. Be an advocate for these kids. Speak the truth. All right, I know this was a longer episode. There was a lot to go here, but unfortunately there's still a lot more to go with the Trevor Project and um, episode five is gonna be quite the treat as well. So please, please like this, please share this, please subscribe. Let's get truth and logic out to all teachers, school nurses and parents. Uh, as always, have some thoughts, send them my way. My email is megan at confessionsofaschoolnurse.com. That's megan at confessionsofaschoolnurse.com. And again, for the final time, Megan at confessionsofaschoolnurse.com. Until next time, confess to tell the truth. God bless.